This is a Track Sounds audio review of Back to Titanic by James Horner. Are you ready to go back to Titanic? Review by Christopher Coleman. Original review, 1998. Revised, 2012. With a movie the length of Titanic, there's little surprise that significant amounts of original score wouldn't make a single CD release of the soundtrack. Be that as it may, that didn't stop the original soundtrack for Titanic from selling some 30 million copies. It's likely to have sold nearly that many if there had been only one track on the release. And you all know what track I'm referring to. But of course I kid, mostly. Celine Dion's pop romantic vocal version of My Heart Will Go On, for better or worse, literally haunted our ears and minds for the final few years of the 1990s. But only an all-time hit like that could have cast even the smallest of shadows on the epic score which came from the mind and heart and pen of James Horner. About eight months after the release of Sony's original soundtrack came the inevitable Back to Titanic, featuring even more of James Horner's score and a number of diegetic inclusions as well. For Horner fans, the clear highlights here will be the two suites which sandwich the other 11 tracks. Launching the release is a 19-minute suite which completely and satisfactorily captures the musical essence of the film's score. Those who have listened to the original release enough times will notice that this isn't some hastily stitched-together piece comprised of music already released but a thoughtfully constructed and engaging suite. While the opening moments of the suite are much more reflective, we soon find ourselves back up in the adventurism of Titanic's pre-tragic main theme. Eventually, Rose's theme reclaims the tempo and energy of the track. Sissel's perfect wordless vocals enchant the listener again, while a subdued flute sets us up for a final symphonic and choral barrage that will perform a full test of your goosebump generator. I would imagine there are a contingent of folks, completists, teenage gals looking to reenact the entire film, etc., who pine for more of the music that was played or sung within the film itself, and so Sony has considered them as well. For those who want to pretend it was them and not Rose who jigged it up in steerage with Jack, We have an Irish party in third class by Gaelic Storm in track two, complete with dialogue between the dance partners. Looking for more talky talk from the film? Tracks such as Come Josephine and My Flying Machine by Mayor Brennan, track eight, and a new performance of My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion in track 11 dish up a few other memorable lines from the film. Even The famous Titanic Quartet is represented on this release with two tracks, Alexander's Ragtime Band, track 3, and Nearer My God to Thee, track 7, by I. Solanisti. But let us go back to James Horner's Titanic, shall we? Outside of the aforementioned suites, there are five additional tracks featuring Horner's score. Thankfully, Sony had the good sense to steer clear of dialogue on these tracks, making them a bit more valuable to those most interested in the score. Perhaps the piece I was most happy to see included 
is the piano-only version of Rose's theme entitled The Portrait in track 4. That said, Jack Dawson's Luck track 5 is also a welcome, folksy, and energetic insertion. A Building Panic delivers 8 minutes of prime Horner suspense, while Lament and A Shore Never Reached provide a strong dose of somber and reflective music featuring Yulian pipes, tin whistles, and fiddles. The concluding track, Epilogue, The Deep and Timeless Sea, track 13, is another fantastic suite well worth your ear time and money. In it, we return to the main Titanic theme, not heard on the release since the midway point of the opening suite. It resurfaces, but it cannot return to the height of promise, luxury, and optimism that the pre-tragedy ship theme held. Here it remains subdued and reflective, honoring the great losses incurred on that fateful April night. We are then given a final taste of the mystical heart of the ocean motif. Gradually we return to a vocal performance of Rose's theme by Sissel, which at last builds into a symphonic and choral performance. The last few moments find most of the orchestra fading into the depths, leaving us first with a regal French horn, and then piano, then fiddle, and then one final deep orchestral gasp. For those who found and continue to find the original Titanic soundtrack release an enjoyable listen, Back to Titanic certainly has enough new material to entertain you. In fact, I'd say the two suites, which total over 30 minutes of music themselves, are worth the investment. A bit of careful track programming between the two releases will render a most satisfying listening experience for even the hardiest Titanic or James Horner fan. Years after its release, Horner's music for Titanic remains as romantic, magical, and instantly recognizable as ever. My final rating for Back to Titanic by James Horner is a 7 out of 10. You've been listening to a Track Sounds audio review. I'm Christopher Coleman.